Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM, heard in Western Suffolk on 96.9 FM. I'm Michael Mackey. Some convicted criminals in New York State will now have their records sealed when applying for jobs and filling out housing applications after Governor Kathy Hochul signed the new Clean Slate Act at a ceremony yesterday. Vaughn Golden and Sarah Goodman report in the New York Post that the governor hailed the progressive legislation as a way to get more ex-cons in the workforce, despite opposition from some police groups and law and order conservatives. My number one job as the New York State governor is to keep people safe, Governor Hochul said, and I believe that the best anti-crime tool we have is a job when people have steady work. The legislation seals eligible misdemeanor records after three years and certain felony records after eight years after their sentence is complete as long as the offender doesn't commit another crime during that time. Charges eligible to be sealed include misdemeanors such as disorderly conduct, larceny and vandalism, as well as nonviolent felonies like money laundering, insurance fraud, and compelling prostitution. Crimes designated as Class A felonies like murder, predatory sexual assault, terrorism, arson, and kidnapping would not be eligible to be sealed. That excludes Class A felonies for drug possession. Law enforcement and courts will continue to have full access to records, as would any employer that can currently conduct fingerprinting as part of a job application like schools and daycares. The Town of Southampton's Department of Public Safety and Emergency Management is cautioning residents in and around Flanders to expect delays and temporary road closures today and tomorrow in anticipation of funeral services for Fire Marshal and Community Preservation Fund Ranger Brian Williams, who died earlier this month unexpectedly at the age of 52. Williams was a lifelong resident of the town of Southampton and the Flanders community, where he was a former fire chief. Tom Gogola reports on 27East.com that the Flanders Fire Department is holding services for Williams this evening between 5 p.m. and 9 p.m., said Ryan Murphy, who is the Code Compliance and Emergency Management Administrator for the town of Southampton. It is expected that there may be significant traffic in the area between Firehouse Lane and the Big Duck, Murphy has stated to us, due to members of the community and the fire service coming to pay respect. A Saturday afternoon funeral procession is expected to cause rolling delays and closures as it makes its way through the area and terminates in Riverhead. Start time has not been finalized, but expected to start about 12 noon tomorrow in Flanders for that funeral procession. Various town officials gathered at Southampton Town Hall this week to deliver what's an annual message about safe driving during the holiday season, with an emphasis on discouraging driving under the influence of alcohol and drugs and distracted driving. Have a good time, but be responsible, said town supervisor Jay Schneiderman. Do not get behind the wheel if you've been drinking. Don't drive and drink. Don't drive and text. Tom Gogler reports on 27East.com that Schneiderman was joined by fellow town board members. Southampton Town Police Chief James Kiernan, who emphasized education and prevention, said, We don't want to fill our jails with DWIs. We really don't. 
But we will fill our jails. We will arrest people who don't heed this message. Long Island was a bright spot for Republicans on Election Day this month. Not so much on southeastern Long Island, but the enthusiasm was tempered by Democratic victories upstate and nationally. Yancey Roy reports on Newsday.com that Republicans crowed about winning the Suffolk County Executive Contest for the first time in 20 years, holding on to the North Hempstead Supervisor seat and maintaining the Suffolk and Nassau County legislatures, among other Long Island victories. Upstate, they also flipped mayoral seats in Troy, Saratoga Springs, and Utica. Republicans rolled to an easy re-election in Onondaga County in the Syracuse executive race. But that was offset by some surprising or easier-than-expected Democratic wins. In Monroe County, Rochester, a Democrat won re-election as county executive for the first time, and the party flipped control of the county legislature for the first time in more than three decades. Overall, in New York State, claims of a red wave for Republicans or a blue wave for Democrats do not really hold up, analysts say. Lisa Parshall, a political scientist at Damon University in Buffalo, tells Newsday it's possible the issues of crime and immigration played better for Republicans on Long Island than elsewhere, along with Governor Kathy Hochul's housing and zoning proposals, which had stirred opposition in Nassau and Suffolk. The leaders of the Democratic and Republican parties in New York also cited concern about crime as a Long Island factor. New York Governor Kathy Hochul signed the Clean Slate Act into law yesterday, which would automatically seal the records of most convicted people after they have served their sentence and stayed out of trouble for certain periods of time. Under the new law, the wait period before sealing a record will be three years after completing a sentence for a misdemeanor, eight for a felony. The most serious type of felony, known as Class A, which includes murder and other charges, would never be eligible for sealing, nor would any sex or domestic terrorism crimes. Fields such as law enforcement and education would still have access to the records. Republicans have blasted the legislation, saying it hurts victims and takes away a power that judges already had ability to do on their own accord. The Clean Slate Act represents the latest step in the wrong direction, New York State Assembly Minority Leader Will Barclay wrote in a statement. Some law enforcement officials also railed against Clean Slate, saying the measures fall in line with the state's revisions to bail laws. I think there's a force magnifier when you have law after law that emboldens criminals, law and the law that tells criminals they are not accountable for their actions, Suffolk BPA president said. Walgreens will close most of its drugstores on Thanksgiving Day for the first time in its history, the retailer announced yesterday. Torianne Paris reports on Newsday.com that about 700 stores that are 24-hour locations will remain open on the holiday. That includes Long Island drugstores in Hempstead, Selden, and Deer Park, Walgreens spokeswoman Lauren Bauer said. We have consistently heard from our team members who are the face of Walgreens that time off is a meaningful way for us to demonstrate we value them, said Tracy D. Brown, president of Walgreens. CVS said that many of its drugstores will be open during regular hours on Thanksgiving, but some may be closed or have reduced hours, so check with them. A report from Newsday this morning 
is what everybody's been talking about now for the past year in the East End. Many of the once green pine trees along roadways in Suffolk County have turned yellow and orange. Evidence that they are dying. They're victims of the southern pine deep beetle. It's an invasive insect no larger than a grain of rice that ecologists say currently is the biggest threat to Long Island's pine barrens. Forestry experts said they have seen an increase in southern pine beetle activity, particularly over the past two years, fueled by warmer winters, a drought in 2022, and dense woodlands. What to know about this? There's been an increase in the number of Long Island pine trees killed by the southern pine beetle. State officials are trying to control the spread and save the forests that remain by conducting surveillance and removing dead and sick trees. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.